Hello. Hello, hello. <laughs> this is episode five. Five bad boys with the power to rock you. Blowing your mind, so you gotta get into five. five. What, what you, you waiting, waiting for? for? If you want a three, three, two, 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 two one, one. Let's do it. Ooh. Oh, that sounded like an aneurysm, not a bloody song. Uh, also, uh, if you are in Macedonia, as we mm. do have, s we have many, 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 many listeners over there. Thousands. Particularly after cheering them on for their Eurovision, um, you know, submissions. I have one thing to say to you. Stravo. Uh, stravo. 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 Sounds Russian. I think they are Eastern Europe, so they probably had some Russian influence. Oh. They probably just managed to avoid war. Well, welcome to episode five, guys. We're halfway through our first season. Have I mentioned to you that season one's ten episodes? This is news to me, oh, but okay. I'm sure season two will follow the week after. <laughs> well, you know, there'll have to be a finale and a reunion and... <laughs> when do I get to throw a glass of wine in your face? Whenever you want, Dals. I'll just get to throw your cape off the side of the balcony into the Sydney Harbour. Oh, okay. We must do a live broadcast from Sydney. You'll have to tune in when you're down there for Mardi Gras anyway. Tell you, it's very close. I've talked to you about Mardi Gras. The way you've just shrunken back into the chair like you are a chair tells me you've made a final decision. I haven't made a final decision, but there's a big possibility that I won't yeah. be attending Mardi Gras. Bit of conflict with plans there. Yes, we won't go into it, but mm. I have had some other things come up that are probably a little bit more important than a few nights in Sydney. But I will still get down to Sydney. Sydney mm. fans, do not fret. Danny P. Warner is on route in 2022. Stravo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a Stravo, Stravo. Hello. Yeah, hello to you too. Calm down, Macedonia. Calm down. Oh. Uh, well, that, you know, whether you end up there or not, you know, you're still, it's going to be a great weekend. Um, if you're not down there, you'll be up here with us and we'll be celebrating uh, the weekend. So, so true. What more can you ask for? So, what have you been up to, Brent? Oh, well, you know, I feel like every time you ask me that question, it's uh, my hard life, things are difficult for me, tra -la, -la, la la You've had a broken toot for a few months. Do you want to tell our listeners about your broken toot? Have you ever had a broken toot, a broken toilet? Oh, look, in a nutshell, it's been tough, so... I moved out of my home because um, I wanted to see change and moved into an apartment um, in a close to the uh, inner city Brisbane uh, in a place called New Farm and unfortunately had issues from day one so long 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 story short broken toilet wouldn't refill although if you did have the kitchen tap turned on and then turned it off Sometimes the toilet would magically refill. So yeah. I think it refers to it as like the yeah, Af Afghanistan it. plumbing. <gasps> Anyhow, you said that. Uh, I did not. <laughs> yes, did. I would not make such a... We, we don't, don't have any listeners in... We don't have any listeners in Afghanistan But yet. we'll find out how to say hello to you if you do want to tune in. Uh, anyhow... Um, Time and time again, raising the issues, nothing was being resolved. Wasn't even getting replies to my emails. I, I, f I felt attacked. Not good enough. I felt like, um, you know, for sure it was like, uh, you know, it's obviously my sexuality that's a problem. Uh, you know, I think he's actually a raging homo himself because most of his other employees are. So, you know, I think he's got a bit of a, a daddy predator going on. Anyway, it's going full of courts, never mind. Um, anyhow, it's finally being fixed Yay. by the, the new guy who's got, come on board for $14. 
So good. Four months, fourteen dollars. When lots you of said pain. broken toilet, then for a moment, I just reminded me of that Bette Midler song from Beaches. And when beneath my wing. No, um, when she goes, I think it starts with broken window and empty door frames. And I just in my <laughs> head, I was like, broken toilet and empty door frames. I'm pretty sure I have empty door frames as well. Yeah, I've got a few empty door frames. No, listen, there's nothing worse than dealing with an incompetent building manager or building staff. I must admit, I've you we've spoken in depth about our issues with our buildings. And I am now to the point where the cleaners have slackened off so much. I have to vacuum the hallway of my apartment complex on my level. Is that to clean up from all the 1am parties? And no, fights? no, it's just to clean, like, it's just like they're not vacuuming regularly. So I also went down to the gym the other day and antibacterial wiped all the surfaces down because it's like people sweat on things and don't wipe down afterwards. In fact, yesterday when I was running in the gym, an old man came down to use the rowing machine. No towel, no towel, just sat down on it, rowed, and then gave me a filthy look as he left because I think he wanted the treadmill and... He sat on that rowing machine for about 70, 80 minutes. I think he was waiting for the treadmill. <laughs> and I That's did a not long get off. time on a rowing machine. I didn't, well, he didn't move the whole time. <laughs> but but I wasn't was, sweating there, was he? <laughs> no, but like, when, I, when he left, I was like, gross. He didn't even put a towel down or wipe it down afterwards. That is old man arse juice on that rowing machine. And I don't want to touch that. There's no ventilation on that seat. So, you know, even if he's not doing anything, he's sweating. His crack is sweating on that seat. His neck, his crack, his back, his sack, everything was sweating. He kept his mask on the the whole time. Of any integrity. I don't know. Uh, You know what, though? I'm starting to feel like some of these buildings are reliant on the gaze. I mean... Let's just check this off. So you've got the antibacterial wipes going on. Yeah. Everyone knows that every fucking gay will have some sort of Dyson stick uh, in their home. LG, thank you very much. Much better than a Dyson. Well, that's a wrap for season one. I actually, you know, you're not one of us. No, Dyson. I've got a Dyson barrel and I've had a Dyson stick and it was the shittest vacuum I've ever had. And then my mum bought an LG Cord Zero. Plug, plug, sponsor, sponsor. Best vacuum ever. So I went and bought one. Amazing. Has never lost a day of suction. Is the most amazing vacuum cleaner I've ever had. You have a lot in common. Do we? You and your vacuum. Ah, good sucker. Yeah, never lost suction. I'm a sucker. And I'm going to change the narrative of that conversation and say I'm a sucker for... Love and not a sucker for something else. Oh my god! Else. But I, I, I told now I messaged you the other day. Brent's having mm. a spasm right now. I know. I'm like literally, my arms are flailing. Now I messaged you the other day and said, "Do me, can you do me a favor?" You said, said, "Do me." I said, "No." <laughs> I said, "Can you listen <laughs> to the album Slut Pop?" Oh yeah, I haven't. In there fact, is, I totally forgot about it. There, oh my gosh, there is a song. So first of all, the top, if you haven't listened, it's worth giving a listen. There's the no other albums called Slut Pop, so just look it up and you'll find it. It's by Kim Petraeus or something like that. Anyway, um, she is uh, German, lives in the US. Uh, mm. She's trans, so, you know, pretty pretty awesome. She's going to be being quite popular in the industry. Mind you, she works at Dr. Luke, so there's quite a lot of controversy there, which is a bit of a shame. He's the one who apparently... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Allegedly. That aside... Allegedly. That aside, uh, he was working... He's 
produced this album, but the title says it all. It is, I think, eight or nine tracks. It's like 15 minutes max end-to-end. They're very short, but it is literally slut pop. And there is a song on there where you're talking about the suction called Throat Goat. I can't stop listening to it. It is hilarious because at the end of the chorus, there is a guy's voice that comes in and goes, I'm a throat goat. It is hilarious, and it's like, it's just so funny. I'll give it a listen. It is worth playing. I'll give it a listen. Hey Siri, remind me tomorrow morning at 8am to listen to Slut Pop. Thank you. <laughs> very good. Very good. What were uh, we talking about? Anyway, oh, we were talking about back and forth. No, notes. we were talking about apartments. So getting back yes. to apartments. Yeah, no, it's funny you say that these apartments rely heavily on the gays. There are so many fucking disgusting, filthy pig gays that live in this area. And in my building as well, let me tell you. Because, and I'm going to name and shame. I'm going to name and shame without actually naming but if you're listening and you live in my building, you know who you are. I've seen you in the gym using weights with your sweaty back up against the chin-up machine and shit like that. And I see you not put a towel down and I see you don't even wipe yourself down afterwards. You're filthy. That's all you I've got what? to say on that. Good for you. You should lodge with QCAP too. Well, you know, I'm down there with my antibacterial wipes, which I pay good money for. I feel like you go through 500 each time you're in there. <laughs> no joke. I go through a pack of those antibacterial wipes every two to three days in the ha- in the house. Can I say though, there's a, I've, I've, this mantra recently has popped into my mind and with all these issues that you've been having in terms of living arrangements very much, you know, and I've had very similar issues as well, and they've been going on for months, never ending, you know, plus other things that life throws at you. I kind of reflected the other day and went, this is prime time. Like, we are in our late 30s. Like, we've worked hard, we've reaped a number of rewards as a result of that. Like, things generally aren't that bad, yet all this shit suddenly piles on our shoulders, and I'm like, but this is prime time. This is it. Like, we're not at the peak. Sure, and you know, things are great, they're not bad or anything, really, but ultimately, we should be hassle-free, enjoying our lives, just like they did, you know, in whether it was Sex in the City, when they're in their 30s, or whatever other, you know, popular entertainment thing, like, we are in our prime time. We are in our prime time, I 100% agree with you, I don't think we will get to really, I'm not, I'm not anticipating really getting to relax and enjoy the fruits of my labour until I'm probably retired. I really what feel like... What does that even mean? I don't know, but I feel like when I finally get to retire at whatever friggin' age it is... It's 67, by the way, so we've oh, got... Oh, so you're working all the way through? Uh, I'd prefer not to. Okay. But, you know, we'll see how things go. Let's face it. Cinti. I'm not... Cinti? You'll see. Oh, yeah! <laughs> yeah! I just had a total... Um, <laughs> In love with the fact that you said that. That's a Madonna <laughs> reference to a song. Cinti. Um, let's face it. I'm not going to live till 67. I'd be lucky to live till 47, quite frankly. And I'm cool with that. I'm cool to be tapping out by 50. So this is an interesting topic. And I mean, we have spoken about this before, but I've had, this has come up in many conversations with many people. There are a number of people out there who are like, I don't want to get to an age where things just start going to shit. Like I want to, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to 
choose when I get out of this world. So there's some people who are like, you know, by the time when I turn 60, that is it, I'm, I'm gone. Mm. And there's one guy at the dog park who's like, you know, I'm just going to load myself up with heroin and I'm going. I'm going oh to go out on a high. Literally. Meanwhile, everyone else is watching going like, oh my God. Meanwhile, it's the same dog park where there actually was a guy who unfortunately did overdose. He was in his 20s and he passed away at the picnic table. That's really sad. Yeah, everyone found him on like the after, like Friday afternoon or something. I... I I really honestly think, though, by 50, I will be ready to tap out. I look at it differently because I don't want to... I don't want to outlive my friends. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to have children. Mm-hmm. By then, my family, and I mean, like, you know, obviously my mum yeah. would have probably already passed. Yeah. And, you know, like, probably getting a little bit deep and meaningful here, but... I have had people in my life that I've already lost mm. and that I genuinely miss. So, and even like, I know it sounds silly to some people, but even my dog that I lost a few years ago, Jeannie, I still miss her terribly. I don't really want to go through living through losing the remainder of friends and mm. family and things like that. And I think we've actually, I could be wrong on your side of the fence, but I've been fairly lucky in not being touched a lot by losing a lot of friends. And we are those eighties gays. So referencing back to the eighties, because I watched a documentary recently where a man was basically talking about the friends that he'd lost through the eighties due to AIDS mm. And he pretty much came out of the 80s a survivor, but completely alone Mm. because he'd lost his whole community. Mm. We've been fairly untouched by that. We're very, very lucky that the people that we love, majority of them are still in our lives. Yes. So I I, I don't want to be going into old age, into, you know, like a nursing home and that with no family and no children, with the possibility that I've lost friends it's. I mean, I'd be intrigued to know what other people actually think about this who are listening because I, uh, I'm sure you know many of us had moments where you know we don't have kids. Praise be, like that's actually a choice. People. I think we should um, be rewarded for not having kids, though. I think anyone that doesn't have a child should be given a ten thousand dollars annual payment instead of the other way around. Yeah. An annual payment. Annual. I want it annually because think of the money we're saving. We've still got some tea in your cup. Can we cheers to that for yes, a second, we please? We can. Cha-ching. I believe that we save the healthcare system so much money. Where it's not a strain on society, I think we should be remunerated for that. Look, I don't. Yes, yes, I think there should be something there. Just like I think there should be leave for pets. Like you should, your carers' leave should absolutely cover your family and what family means to you. Without question, it's your freaking disposable hundred percent income. So. Let's start that bandwagon, shall we? Start Yes, very good, thank you. But no, on, on a, you know, continuing the sensitive uh, note that you've struck here, um, I have thought about going, well, I'm not going to have kids. Like, I've got my nephews, um, which are, you know, and they're fantastic boys, and they're actually, uh, you know, really blow my mind. Um, but, you know, I'm s- similar to you. I have those similar thoughts, mm. and it's like, 
well, what do you do? And I have a retention of living forever anyway, so I'm going to be here because I want to see what happens with the continents and Pangaea reforming and you know, the dinosaurs coming back. So okay. I'm fascinated by science, you see. Um, but, you know, I want to know what happens. But, you know, you think about your mortality and as you get older, you know, yes, you'll lose family and stuff and potentially lose friends along the way. Um, you know, and it just makes you wonder, like, well, what do I want? Am I, is this what I want now? And blah, blah, blah. I just, I feel like as a, as a gay man, um, many of us will ponder these thoughts probably about this time in our lives. I think especially too, we will get to a point where it isn't socially really acceptable for us to be going out and hitting clubs and hitting bars and things like that. There will come a time where that's, and I think the shift will hit us greatly when we feel it. Not that we are out all the time, but we lead very socially active lives. Correct. And I think that in time, I look at my friends that are straight, heterosexual, whatever you call them, with children. And it's hitting them now because a lot of my friends, one friend in particular, both children have now left home. So they're finding their new normal. Yeah. And I really am scared about finding my new normal right. down the track and how that's going to play out. I just want to go live on a farm for the last few years. I had a thought years. of my new normal and I think I need to reflect on this myself. Yeah, and make sure you update your will. I need to update my will. I need to get a will. Oh, I, yeah, you do. <laughs> I don't have one. You do. I've got a will to protect. From, well, I did my will last year yeah, to yeah. protect from certain... Yeah, elements. Yes, which actually, you know, in, in in now I think about it, is actually the should be my main motivator as yeah. well is to make sure that there's no um, unimportant people trying to make uh, ridiculous claims like they're entitled to something. You yeah. know, they'll be fucked. Well, anyway, we are at that stage of life. Well, I think you're at any stage when basically from the moment you start earning money, you should really have a will in place. Yes, but in to our late thirties, yeah, we're More definitely at the stage. Now where we need to have a will. So I've got a will, I need to update it though. And I need to I need to make sure I leave all my Savage Garden memorabilia to you. <sighs> Danny, would you really? <laughs> well you're the only one that'll care for it the way it should be. Cared oh, you for. know I will. But then if you're dead, where does it go? I'm uh, gonna, do you know what? Can I call out Darren Hayes? I will send it all to you and you can donate it to one of your biggest fans. When I die, you can have all my Savage Garden and Darren paraphernalia. Now, the funny thing there, Darren, is that, you know, it'll just come back to me. He's so in the room. He's just, we're talking about just, like he's just there. Come straight back. Yeah, he doesn't want to put his voice on here because, you know, he's, he's pr- protecting his voice for his live performances. But, you know, hey, Darren, girl, get me another drink, would you? Mm-hmm. Thanks, girl. Uh, your PowerPoint's crooked. Oh, my God. Yes, I know. I had that... We're talking about PowerPoints in the lounge room. Uh, in the I studio. Had, I had that PowerPoint replaced because one of them was dodgy. And when they replaced it, he's replaced it crooked. But now so it looks sad. Another apartment defect. But prime time. This is not prime time. Can I tell you, you know how particular I am with details. This is why I never sit in the lounge room to watch TV, (laughs) because that irritates me beyond belief. A crooked PowerPoint. Now, (laughs) (laughs) well, I think that's the end of the episode. We can't really (laughs) go anywhere from there. Um, I will, uh, on the topic of um, things dying, though, um, there's one thing that I've actually wanted to talk about, and it's it's the gays. Dying. 
Well, no, we, no. we've talked about that already. Let's talk about something a bit more. Actually, it, 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 some might, what? some might, like, I don't know what I'm saying. Yes. Some might laugh, but I think it's quite distressing. Gays and their plants. I can't get into it. I don't do plants. But you've got some fresh flowers around the corner there, They're directly fine. out of sunlight. What? Yeah. I, I thought can't... you just meant it. You change the water every day. They are, I cannot do, I feel like plants no. are the new Tupperware. But they're not having parties. You should, though, because I will come. Please invite me. I like the look of plants. I personally don't want to care for anything more in my life than I already currently do, which is basically just myself. It's hard, isn't it? This it's, is why it's hard also yeah. being you. Hashtag it's hard being me. It's hard being me or make me hard or something like that. Anyway. No, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that kind of podcast. Oh, right. Um, but like, you know, I think, it, I think the fad has been and gone in terms of everyone just posting plants, 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 but nevertheless, we've all still got them now except for you. But like when you say you're not into them is because you can't keep them alive or because you just don't have an interest? I've never tried. And I live in an apartment that has, um, very, very blazing sun of, of an afternoon. Yeah. So I can't be bothered. I love the look of plants. People have bought me plants. Oh. As they walk out of the apartment, I throw them down the garbage chute. So if anyone has ever bought Danny a gift, uh, now you know not to bother anymore. I'm totally upfront and honest about my gifting. If I don't like it, you'll know straight away and it's basically re-gifted or thrown down the garbage chute within a moment. I put everything down the garbage chute. Including the empty wine bottle that I may have left here. Yeah. My little oh, one oh, boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs> Everything goes down the garden. Just the one night stands. Yeah. Off you go. Down the chute, thank you. Off you go. Whee! <laughs> I'd love to go down the chute one day. Throw me down at the end of the podcast. I watched a documentary, uh, a crime story about a girl that was, it was like nine under investigation with Liz Hayes or something. And Is she it was a real a, journalist? I don't know. No. But it was about a girl that was found and they tried to recreate it and there was, apparently what happened is she accidentally fell down the garbage chute when she fell she'd sliced like she'd sliced herself in half as she got to the bottom and then oh. crawled through the garbage compactus and like with missing her and legs and died yeah mm. oh sorry her now <laughs> um, that's actually someone talking about our podcast Ooh, ah. can I just yeah anyway so the documentary was basically she didn't really fall down the garbage chute I got a text message on my watch I'm listening to your podcast now and thoroughly enjoying laying back listening to you two natter on. Brent is fabulous. <gasps> Love the story about his about him getting his documents signed in retaliation to the bullying episode. There were dozens of signatures on that, I might add. Yeah, that's great. Bit of live feedback for you guys. Send your messages in now to uh, 1-800-HOT-FOR-YOU. <laughs> Make sure you get your parents' permission first to call the charge to 50 hot per minute. Oh, my God. I remember. <laughs> I think I was, like, I must have been 10, I reckon, at the time because we were. I just changed schools and the school was, like, two streets away. So I'd basically watch Agro's Cartoon Connection in the morning. Oh, yeah. And then take off at 8.30 right before school. And then I'd steal about $1.10 from my parents' money jar and buy a Mars bar on the way for breakfast. <laughs> Anyway. That's where our eating issues stem from. It's all started there. Yeah. Um, anyhow, but I remember they had a competition and it was, you got, I think you got like 90 seconds or something 
to run through Toy World and <gasps> fill a trolley. Yes. Yes. Anyway, I remember this. I remember I was so Lego obsessed that I would literally like lay awake at night. I saw where my insomnia started. I would lay awake at night anxious about, well, what Lego would I pick? What Lego would I pick? What Lego would I pick? I agree. I used to think of it too. And I, I got to the point where I'm like, how can I get as much in my basket as possible? Correct. I used to daydream about basically putting my hand on the shelf and just running down, tipping everything into a Correct. trolley. Yeah, I so, remember that. I thought I was the only one. No. So basically you had to call 0055, blah, 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 blah. And it was the 55 cents or whatever per call. So I remember going to mum and going, oh, mum, can I please enter? And she's like, oh, okay, you can, you can enter. And the question was, what, and it was Crikey the Clown asking the question, what colour is the Toy World Bear? Good luck. And I'd be like, Brent, Sheriff, blah, 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 blah. Was he purple? The colour of the bear is purple. And I'd hang up. And I'm like, there's my entry. So then my parents would go to work at about quarter to eight in the morning. I was there till 8.30. It would come on TV the next day. Oh, I might just do one more phone call. I ended up doing like dozens and dozens of phone calls because there was no, I didn't know, like, I didn't really understand the phone bill. I knew it would come, but I didn't really think about it. I thought, oh, I've already got permission, one cost, whatever. Mm, 30 bucks. Which isn't a lot bucks. when we think about it these days, but we grew up. We, you know, we... You were, pay for every call. Well, and to... I don't think, like, now I would think, imagine if my... I'd love if my phone bill came in at $30 for the month. Oh, mine does. Mine doesn't. $39 a month, that's all I pay. I'm 150 Oh, you pay for your device, though. Well, I pay I for my device and I pay for my mum's plan. Oh, that's right. So I combined her and everything. Yeah, $30 back in the day would have been a lot of money to our parents. This is paying 30 bucks to win 90 seconds going through Toy World. Anyway, I didn't win. Wow. I didn't win. Boo hiss boo. But I did happen to watch the person who did. Yeah. This little turd, not that I'm a bully back then, <laughs> little turd was on there and they had like, they had the crew and everything with him and he was pushing, so he got to push the trolley but nothing else, and they're the ones who picked everything that went in. Oh. So she was going along, and they were just going down aisle after aisle, like running down, like you said, with the arm on the shelf trying to fill the trolley and blah, blah, blah. So he's getting, like, Polly Pockets and My Little Pony shit, because they went down the fucking girls' aisle. Oh, so clearly and I'm like, Poof. well, thank fuck, I didn't fucking win that, because I would have been angry. But then, like, as an adult, I now realise that none of the, that stuff's actually what he would have taken home. He would have got to do it on his own. It was all for dramatic effect. But I think he would have taken that stuff home. I don't know. Maybe it was me. Yeah, <laughs> do you want Polly Pockets? I, 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 I always liked girls' toys much better than boys' toys. Mm. And do you know, like, I've been around since... What boy toys? Toy boys? Oh, I don't mind a boy toy every now and then. Yeah, it's okay. been a while, though. Right. But I feel like I've been a rebel ever since the start. Because I rallied against the norm. Even in year one, yeah. when I would show up at primary school... With Barbies. Really? And I got relentless... Ugh, ugh, ugh. You can't even say the word. It was slapped out of you. I'm drunk off my teeth. <laughs> I got relentlessly picked on for right. showing up with Barbies. And I feel like now I would be appreciated so much more as, as a child. Oh, you would. Like, I was a trendsetter. I broke barriers for children, basically. Oh, is that what... That, yes, it was yeah. you. I really set the... I paved the way for every... Listen here, everyone listening. I paved the way for all you bastards, so you're welcome. 
be a little thankful. Yeah. Send a questioning. Give us a rating. <laughs> no, Show that you care. And you know, I never cared. I never cared. And that's the same now, I feel, with my dress sense sometimes. Yeah. You dress like care. Barbie. Uh, no, I don't dress like Barbie. But I wear what I want and I don't care. I feel like it's a trait that has followed me through life. I'd make no apologies for who I am. I must say, I saw a post on Instagram today. And it made me think of you. And the mm. caption was, um, okay, I'll come out, but only for one drink. And the video below it is this guy with like knee highs, stilettos, wearing very little. And he's sort of just stumbling and taking small steps through the street the next morning with traffic around. It's like in New York City there as well. And I'm like, oh, that is you. Mm. Just, oh, yeah, okay, I'll come out for one drink. And the next minute you just start, uh, you know, stumbling home. Stumbling. <laughs> Exactly, and everyone's like, hello, Strava, as you they drive by. You egg me on, though. You egg me on. Yeah, it's always like, well, well just come out for one drink, Danny. We'll just go on to the next <laughs> bar, like, Danny. Talk, Danny. Just Have, come out for one drink, You Danny. do Strava, Strava. Have you noticed, though, we always <laughs> gravitate back towards the beat? We're not going to talk uh. about the beat, but our, our drinking <laughs> regime always starts completely opposite end of the valley. Uh, but always going to go there. Kind of... And then, and then suddenly someone drops the question, are you going to pay entry? What? What? Do you want to go? No, I didn't say that. Are you going to pay entry? Yeah, okay. Yeah, we talk about entry as if it's like $500. It's $15. Oh, thanks for the free entry of the night, by the way. Yeah, you're welcome. I paid for Craig and you walked in free. <laughs> Travel! Travel! <laughs> but just back to the Polly Pockets for a second. Um, I actually had this girl who was obsessed with me in school called Rosetta and she used to chase me around. I just remember her. She used to line up all her Polly Pockets across the top of her desk. But she was one of those girls... Um, who was just boy obsessed, but actually had no friends at the same time. Like and I remember name. seeing her at the disco, and I, it was my first school disco in year four, and I was blown away. She ate two hot dogs. She blew you. She ate two hot dogs. Oh, lucky girl. She was limbering up for her later years in life. She was only nine years old. Ah, I just got another text message about our podcast. Oh, please read it out. Oh, um... Now listening to you two completely close your rings. You are funny fuckers. We are funny fuckers. And if you would like to continue hearing our funny fuckery, you should keep listening and tune in for next week's episode. Keep listening. As always, we love you. We send you love. We send you kisses. Um, but we Strawberry do kisses. require... Oh, she's an aged well. No, Nikki Webster. Google Nikki Webster 2022, guys. Just look up Juice Boost. She's promoting their Strawberry Kisses drink. Oof. Ooh, uh, um, but anyway, goodbye. Thank you all. We will see you in a week's time. What does that mean? Goodbye. In Macedonian. In Macedonian. One more time. Spogum. I think it's Zbogum. Spogum. It's like Bogum, but with a Z. Zbogum. It's like Spogum. Bogum with a jism. Anyway, I'm that Shizzle note. and my fizzle. <laughs> Ciao for now. Good evening. Bye.